Man, you know what time it is, baby. Hey, we talked about this pre-show, baby. <laughs> hey, somebody walked by. <laughs> hey, That's funny. New employee, too. Look at me like I'm crazy. What's up, y'all? Man? You guys already know what it is. Season 2, Episode 10 of Streetball. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. And this episode, you'll find out later. If you don't know, it's titled Free Time. Because it's free time. We're about to get Lots busy in here time. today. <laughs> Got a lot of good NBA news. Uh, talk about James Harden. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Kevin Porter, uh, Damon Giannis playing together for the first time. Uh, and Joel Embiid signs with the Skechers. Okay. Obviously, we got an NBA Elite feed. I got some surprise trivia for Isaac, and we're going to talk about some NIL. You guys ready to go? Come on. Let's go. Hop on in. My guy Daniel has to come get in and stuff. Before we start, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast the Network channel. Turn your notifications and ring that bell. All right, man. Hey, James, acting good the first week or two of training camp. Now he's acting a fool. So much that he's gone to H-Town. He's not even in Philly anymore. Skipping all team activities right now uh, after being a model citizen for the first week of training camp. He's stopped showing up. This comes shortly after Harden stated there's no going back in the relationship between him and GM Daryl Morey. Um, bro, we thought Harden was going to stick it out, man. What happened? I don't I don't get this. Like, has this ever been done before? Is he going Is he going to the Rockets? Is that, is that where he wants to go? What is this? this I don't understand. Bro, bro, the Rockets don't want him. They, they signed Fred Van Vliet to $47 million a year. They chose up. They did. They chose their star. They At the time, they thought they had Kevin Porter Jr., which they don't anymore, which we're going to talk about later. Uh, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr. Like, they are they are really, like, they're going in a different direction. And it just shows that Harden's not that guy anymore, you know? Like, Harden is a you, all-star you still. What's that? Do you, you don't think he's that guy? I think he's – I think James Harden is really good. Look, really good and – Hall of Fame level player, that's totally two different things. I think he's still an all-star, undoubtedly. He should have been in an all-star game last year. He's still a 20-10 and 10 guy, but he's not the guy that finished top three in the MVP voting five of the six years. You know what I mean? Scoring 30 points a game, revolutionizing the game. He's not that guy anymore. Uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I guess you could say he hasn't really won big, so he's, he's not a winner. You're not winning with him, but he does get his buckets, and he's fun to watch. No, I, I agree, but the problem is this, is that the uh, Daryl Morey is valuing him like he's a Dame Lillard or, um, shoot, um, who uh, SGA or somebody who's not only really good right now but has, has the ability to be that good or better for a long time, and he's not. Like, this is on Daryl Morey as much as it is on James Harden. Now, it, it's your duty to show up to work no matter what, but – he could be moved on already, I feel like, if Daryl Morey would take the right deal. Like, he wants five first-round draft picks and all that stuff, and he's not going to get that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, eventually something has to happen, right? Like, what? what's what's in the end? If James, Harden, if James Harden doesn't go to work anymore, do they just continue to find him? Or, like, what Well, happened? listen, man. <laughs> so, th- this is multifaceted. First and foremost, it's a contract year for James Harden. So, there's rules – in place in the NBA for guys who decide to hold out in their contract year. If you don't play a certain amount of games in your contract year, which means he'll be a free agent this summer, your your club can rescind your free agency because you didn't render your services. 
And that that will happen at the end of the year if he doesn't show up to work um, a certain amount of games. And right now he's facing up to $389,000 fine every game, preseason or regular season, that he does not show up. And $2,500 for every practice that he misses. So not only is like, like, come on, bro. Like, what is he doing? Like, you're really like. You can go over here and be petty and be like, well, I already got a lot of money. But, bro, like, the, you are losing a lot of money right now every time you decide not to step into that um, that facility. So, but he's also being a distraction to the team. So, uh, the Philly, Philly should really look at taking the best price right now just to get him out of there because he's clearly being a distraction to a franchise that, Last few years has been in contention to win a title. They just haven't got it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. No facts, man. I don't – I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. We will see. But, man, prayers to all parties involved. James Harden's an L.A. dude. So, you know, we got we got to – you know. Why is he in Houston? What's, what's in Houston? He loves Houston, bro. He, he His jersey is retired in one of the strip clubs there because he spent so much money. He <laughs> loves H-Town, bro. That's his yo, town, yo. bro. That's not a good thing, man. Why you say that? I'm just saying, bro. He loves H Town, dog. Hey, he. Hey, listen, man. Uh, somebody on the radio the other day. You know, I listen to talk radio all the time. They're like, um, Harden. We we need to do a. We need to do a full on a research project on how James Harden does in a city based on how their strip clubs are. Like, does he play better with the cities with better strip clubs in it? <laughs> and then, probably play worse, like in Oklahoma City or or uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, because the strip clubs are trash. <laughs> so terrible. Hey, that would be a crazy study, though. Like, what if he averages thirty in LA and Houston and and Dallas and Atlanta, and he only averages twenty points in Minneapolis on thirty percent shooting? That would be crazy. <laughs> Hey, hey, speak speaking of H Town, um Kevin Porter Jr., who's been in the news for doing allegedly doing some heinous things to his girlfriend uh in New York City a few weeks ago. Um, they announced yesterday or Tuesday, I believe, that uh he was getting traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder for Victor Oladipo and other considerations. And almost immediately after the trade went through, he got waived and he is now officially a free agent in the NBA. Um this is tragic. Um, you know, like you, uh, shoot, I don't know if you remember much, but you know, KP went to USC and, uh, I got to meet him when he was in high school. Cool dude, but clearly has a lot of issues, um, dealing with certain things. Um, and I hope he sees this as a chance to look at himself and get better, honestly, because he's got some unresolved issues from where I stand and where we can see, man, it's just a tragic because bro, smooth lefty, you know, possible all-star talent been really good in the really NBA good. averaged his career high last year and was going to be a big player for the Houston Rockets who are on the, on the up and coming, man. We made Udoka. So this is really, this is really sad news for me. You know what I mean? Terrible news. Terrible news, man. But we don't, we don't, we don't touch women, let alone do what he allegedly did either. So, you know, um, you know, I, I wish. Wonder, the- I wonder how she's doing. Like, <laughs> I haven't heard any news about her. I heard it was bad. Well, earlier this week they dropped the charge due to insufficient evidence. They, um, I guess, 
you know, one of the charges, I forget what it was, it was contingent on if she had any broken bones. And she didn't, which is great. Um, so he didn't he didn't break a bone in her body or whatever, which thank God. I guess I was aggravated assault or something like that. However, he still stands um, to face a few charges that if he gets convicted of all of them, he could he could face up to seven years in prison. Seven, man. You know time. what? Like, it's been bad news last few weeks with some of our athletes, Mikey Williams, uh, Miles Bridges, which we didn't really talk about on the pod, but. Um, you know these he's these the guys. Score, he's back to square one, right? Yeah, bro. He, bro, he, he took some please. he took some pool balls and threw them at the windshield when his when his kids were in there allegedly, bro. And he's not supposed to be around his his ex girlfriend at all. I think he has a restraining order, so violated a ton of things with custody he and just, all he that. Just, so. Hey, he must just he must hate the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> he must hate the NBA, man. Yeah, we were talking about an office today. It's like. Because, you know, everybody's doing fantasy basketball, right? Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, I drafted Miles Bridges. I was like, why? <laughs> he, might not, he might not ever play in the NBA again. And then they're like, hey, like you would think, like, like you know, you got a pass, but when you start making millions of dollars, you want to change your life. I was like. I'm surprised you got the pass the first time. Hey, man, like it, it's it's um it's a blessing to have a lot of influence, you know. You're, you're, you're a visible person. You do something that makes a lot of revenue for a given city or the NBA, right? Like so, like you get chances. Like KP, KP got caught up a few years ago. He had a he had a gun and some weed on him in the car, and he got pulled over. You know, but at some point, enough's enough. You know what I'm saying? Enough is enough, man. Like like you're a repeat offender. We got to make an example out of you, just like Ja with the gun. You know what I mean? Like. It's just unfortunate, man. It's it's, it's yeah. athletes of color, especially, man, because we already we already got a bad rap in a lot of communities. Like so, I just hate to see it. So Miles, he came back. Do you think KP will be able to come back from this? Bro, Miles came back from from beating up his girlfriend, and now he tried like now he did he did something even worse, bro. He threw he threw billiards balls, you know, like from pole. At the car, his kids were in the car, bro. He threw him at the windshield trying to break it. Yeah, allegedly. That's, that's I, I don't, I don't know. I wasn't there, so I can't confirm the story. But allegedly, he did that. So, if those are confirmed and he really did that, bro, it's it's really hard to come back from that. Like he was already suspended. He didn't play all last year. But, and he was already going to be suspended. He came back the first time. This is the second time now that he's done it. Who knows if he'll come back? He I'm still hasn't back. come back, bro. He didn't play all last year, and he's going to oh, be suspended. Was he he's going to be suspended like the first 15 games of the season this year already before that. Ooh. Yeah, bro. Like, like domestic violence is like – domestic violence ain't it, bro. I, I don't – listen, man. Isaac, you you know, man. You, you know about my life. I've been in some real crazy situations. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just – I don't know. I just I always had that stop. I can't do it uh, for whatever reason. I don't understand how people could do it, but you know everybody has their issues, bro. Like I just hope that these guys go and get the help that they need to. Wait, am I am I tripping though? I saw Miles Bridges at Media Day. Yeah, this happened after Media Day. This happened like the saying, last. But I'm, but I'm saying he was about to play after the first time it happened. Like no, was... I yeah, but he was he's going to be suspended. He has a suspension that he has to serve at the beginning of the season first. Yeah, but I mean, he's still gonna play. 
Not anymore. He, well, not anymore because of that. But I'm saying he was still eventually going to play after what he did. Like, do you yeah. Think, yeah. Think KP, KP, does KP have the same type of? Well, like they like Miles um, Bridges. I don't know what happened with his first case, but it kind of it was like no contest or something. So it was a quick thing, and he didn't really get he didn't get any jail time or anything. But for KP, this thing could last for a long time. He's got to go to trial. He's got to do all these things unless unless the woman is being lenient about what she wants to do with him. Like she could, they could do a plea deal or something. But if not, man, like he could be going to trial for a long time, bro. Like this, like this could take the whole year, you know? So yeah. like, we'll, we won't have any resolution until this is all over. Cause they, the NBA has to wait to see what the verdict is to really like say, Oh, we're not going to do anything to him or, Oh, he's going to get a year of suspension or whatever. So, but KP might be sitting at home the whole time because you just don't know. Right. Like, and, you know, we we talked about this a few weeks ago. This crime was really heinous if it's actually happened, you know, which, shoot, man, like all like all indications say it did. So, um, but praying for all of them, including Mikey, uh, shoot, man, I hope, I hope, I hope everything works out for them and shoot with, with these type of setbacks. I hope they learn from them and get better and, don't do this ever again, right? Not for sure. All right, buddy. The namesake is here. Damianis play together for the first time in Shine against the Lakers, and Dame's not feeling their new nickname. And I, we'll, we'll touch on that next. But um, the duo looked really good against the Lakers, bro. And you can see um, what this could be. This is going to be a really good duo. They got some really good supporting cast guys, including Chris Middleton, who hasn't played yet. But they still have the makings of an Easter Conference contender with these two guys. The one thing that Giannis really pointed out that he was surprised with for the first time in his career, he had a teammate that was being double teamed from possession one of the game, Damian wow. Lillard. So, like, nah, this, like, I, I'm sure you've seen double teams when Drew Holiday gets hot or Chris Middleton gets hot, but that's in the rim, the confines of the game, not from possession one. We're going to get the ball out of this guy's hands. So, like, what do you think that's going to do for Giannis as far as opening up his offensive game? Oh, my gosh, it's going to open it up so much. You should have, you can't double either or. You can't, you just got to. You got a guard, man. You can't leave Giannis wide open. You can't leave Giannis open. You can't leave Dame. I'll take my chances with Giannis, be honest, because, yes, he is unstoppable if he gets downhill, as you see right there with the Euro step and stuff like that. But Dame's, Dame's scoring from 35 feet out, and he can get in and create for other people. Giannis is not a creator, per se. Um, he's not necessarily perimeter um, savvy. Um, so – you got to pick your poison, really. And yeah, I would, I'd, like yeah. I'd sag off Giannis and take my chances, box him out, make sure he doesn't get on the offensive glass. I'm definitely doubling Dame first if I had to. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's a crazy gamble, though, because most likely you can get your ass busted. But, hey, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I'd, I'd, I'd probably do the same. Most likely you're going to get your ass busted no matter what. Your best chance you is to try to run. Just continue yeah. as much as you can. And, you know, Dame's, Dame is, um, you know, this is Dame's chance to really get something done for the first time because he's been to the Western Conference Finals one time, been to the playoffs most years in his career. However, hey, Giannis, hold on, double. If Giannis starts shooting three balls like that, <laughs> I'm not a believer. I can't, I don't think he could shoot consistently. I could be wrong, but 
Um, we've been seeing we've been seeing signs of that for a few years now. I just just some guys just don't got it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the ability to be a, a a knockdown shooter. He can definitely hit shots in space and and in moments, but I, I'm not relying on it. Like I. <laughs> You're gonna have to hit like three of them in a game before I'm really like, all right, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta press up on this dude. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, one one of the new things about this, you know, the hype, um, the Bucks media is actually um, comparing this duo to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Oscar Robertson, the duo that brought Milwaukee their only other title back in the '70s, um, but. They're, they dubbed him with a new nickname that Dame's not feeling, Freak Time, <laughs> a mixture of um, of uh, Giannis's Greek Freak and Damian Lillard's Dame Time nicknames. Now, Dame's not feeling this one at all. <laughs> he said, I'm definitely not invested in that at all. <laughs> when, when a media member asked him how he liked the nickname. Now, we talked about this a little pre-show. It was, it was pretty funny. Uh when you think about freak time, like forget about Giannis and Dame, like what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Some freaky shit. Two <laughs> duo that's gonna get freaky, get buckets. <laughs> you talk, you talk about. Uh, it flew you, over you, my head, Damo. The time flew over my head for a second. Then I was like, wait a minute. Oh, dang. Okay. Isaac did not know that they said freak time because Greek freak and Dame time put together. He had no idea. I knew the freak, but the, the, the time. Now, when you say a duo is about to get freaky, you talk about both of them scoring 40. Are you talking about That's what hitting I'm saying. DT, Are you talking about DT, hitting DTR on a Friday? No, I'm talking about <laughs> them going for 40 apiece. Hey, hey, hitting DTR on Friday is dangerous. That's all I'm saying, bro. So <laughs> free <sick>. time. <laughs> No, but I mean, if I, if I was Dame, I wouldn't like that either. I, I'm not feeling that freak time. Like, and you know, it's crazy. I guarantee you, they would have ran with that. If he didn't say that, they probably would have had it all over the t-shirts and all over the arena. Freak time. Dame shut Bro, that down. They had to come up with something else. When I, I attempted to put a, together a list of of um, duo nicknames that were in the NBA, I couldn't find much, but. The one that really made me laugh was when Colin Sexton and Darius Garland played together in Cleveland. Sexland. Wait, what? People called him Sexland, swear to God. What is that? What is that? Colin Sexton, Darius Garland. The first the first part of Colin Sexton's last name, the last part of Darius Garland's last name, Sexland. Yeah, that's like some freak. Some yeah, freak that's time. that's some real freak time stuff right there. Some real freak time right there. But I'm not I, I get why uh you don't like this nickname because like it, it it has so many other meanings that that have nothing to do with basketball and it's scandalous but the more i say it, it kind of grows on me honestly but freak time could mean a lot of things d's and you know that so i'm i don't like it and it's it's not, i like it but i don't like it like if i was them i wouldn't like it but i like it well listen man it's looking like this team is going to be a force to be reckoned with i'm really excited to see them play this year um, they, they just gotta. I just hope that they can score consistently enough. They and Adrian Griffin has a defensive mentality that Mike Budenholzer did for his team as well. If they play defense, if they get Dame to play any type of defense, this team's gonna be really dangerous. Oh God, so both players are like those are they're like those players you just don't want to guard. Like, damn, this dude, I gotta guard this dude tonight. Fuck. 
Both of them are like that. I know, bro. I know. All right, yeah. before we get to NBA Leafy, we got one last actually sneaker-related news. Joel Embiid signing with Skechers, man. We about to see Joel Embiid walk into the uh, arena with some shape-ups on. Yo, he trying to fix his posture or something? That ain't hey, man. I, you know what? These shoes ain't that bad, but they they're Skechers. Yeah, they the Skechers, though. The, the fact that they're Skechers makes them terrible. Yeah, man. I don't know about this, I but I think that Skechers is trying to make a new wave. The only problem is, is they're signing mostly bigs. Like, bigs do not sell shoes. So they're going to have a problem in the market soon. They're going to have to go and get a younger guy that's a guard up and coming or a superstar or an all-star that's going to buy into this that's a guard because people don't buy basketball shoes that much anymore anyway, but they definitely don't buy shoes that bigs wear. So, uh, but hey, man, I'm sure Joel got got a bag for this one. So I ain't mad. Do you think? Get your get your cheddar, man. Get your cheddar. And I hope you ain't getting no feet injuries in those new shoes because uh, Skechers can be tricky. Skechers can be real tricky. All right, now we're on the NBA Leaf feet. First and foremost, we got Giannis up in here rocking his new Nike Freak Fives for Eva. I don't know who Eva is exactly. It might be his mama or his wife, but. These pink with the white stripes, uh, I really like them. I don't really love Giannis's shoe, the silhouette. I, I th it looks more like a track shoe to me, but yeah, um, right. still, the, the meaning behind it and everything, I like it. Yeah, it's cool. But you're right, it does look like a track shoe. Like, you take that, take out the heel, it's a track yeah. shoe. She's a runner, she's a track star. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord nah but hey these, these are really cool shout out to Giannis. but next we got it we we got the other part of freak time dame lillard wearing the dame eights x ply <laughs> in these nice cool blue joints <laughs> nice cool right. blue joints i like these joints these joints right here are hard i love the blue the any once again any signature shoe any shoe that's a basketball shoe that has a strap across the top yeah. is hard. And then you got the black three stripes on the side. Adidas did their thing with these ones right here. I love these. Yeah, the, it seems like the base, every base of Dame Lillard shoe, it all looks very similar. It's super comfortable. So, <laughs> three, I mean, I always, wear, I always wear Dames. I, I love the Dames. That's the most comfiest shoe, in my opinion, in Adidas. They, you know what? These are constructed kind of like some Kyrie's, you know? Yeah. Like the old Nike Kyrie's, they, they they have the same type of makeup. There's some mids, so you're gonna have some bigs and um and uh and some uh guards wearing these as well. They're very versatile. So um I really like these shoes. All right, next we got LeBron. Now these these are not basketball shoes, okay? But as you guys know, LeBron's a big Ohio State fan. He always says if he went to college, he would have went to Ohio State. And he gifted every Ohio State bat football player with some uh, LeBron four graffiti cleats. Now, uh, I should have pulled a picture of these basketball shoes because these were the these were the shoes that LeBron had that probably you can you couldn't wear with jeans, but they were still hard. They look futuristic. So this is really dope right here. I like these and they sleek. They're nice. And I feel like somebody's going to score a touchdown on these for show. They run in a four foot three, four, three, uh, 40 yard dash, all that. Man, imagine LeBron at Ohio. He would have went stupid in college. Gosh, you you seen LeBron play football, right? No, I haven't actually. Bro, I'm he sure was all, it was scary. I'm sure he was all was state scary. wide receiver as a sophomore, dog. Oh my god! Imagine guarding him as a wide receiver. 
Oh my god. Not at Le, LeBron does not have uh, college eligibility because he uh, he he accepts a uh, a salary to play basketball, unfortunately. But he could probably play football though, right? Yeah, he, I mean Michael Jordan, right? Play baseball. He played professional baseball. He's talking about college college football. Oh, college? Huh. That's a good question. LeBron would cook in college football right now. What are you what? talking about? <laughs> what? He would. Hey. He would bro, put him on the edge. Hey, just throw, throw, uh, throw fade routes, bro. Straight to the end zone. Just throw it up. You're not guarding Ain't, that. You're not guarding. No. There's no way to guard that, bro. Some of some of the best, especially tight ends in NFL, like Antonio Gates, Darren Fells, who played at UC Irvine, uh, actually played tight end in the NFL, and we don't even have uh, football at uh, UCI. Like that's the, crazy. The, that footwork, you know, boxing people out and all that stuff, that comes in handy when you're catching the ball. You feel me? Right. But otherwise, that that's really dope what LeBron did for Ohio State. Um, those cleats are tough. I can't wait to see him wear them on the field. Next, we got D-Book. He received a, a gift from P.J. Tucker's former teammate. These Kobe 6s, P.E.s of P.J. Tucker, which are, mm-hmm. you know, Phoenix colors kind of. These are actually inspired Fire. by P.J.'s time playing Ukraine. And he gifted them to PJ Tucker. Dope gift, dope shoes. Love these. These are, these might be my favorite Kobe's. Like the as far as the silhouette goes, and I love this colorway. Those those look like the Valley uniforms they had with the gradient. Exactly. Those, those, those are fire. I mean, PJ Tucker exactly. has PJ Tucker has probably the toughest shoe game in the league. Yeah, especially for for especially as a person who doesn't have a signature shoe. Like out of those people, he definitely has the toughest. He has like his his shoe game so versatile, bro. He wears Kobe's, he wears Jordans, he wears everything, and he has all the exclusive stuff. He really puts time into his shoe game. You gotta respect it. Yeah, getting getting the gift from him like this, a shoe is, is real special. <laughs> this is a fire shoe. He know he knows what he's doing. His shoe game is nuts. And you can tell it's a gift straight from his crib because of the box. <laughs> Split open. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, it's all it's, it's written off scribbly and nasty on the side. Wait, are they the um, same size? Is it PJ Tucker big as shit? Nah, PJ Tucker's short, bro. He's undersized. Really? Yeah. Should look big. Yeah. He look like a Debo. <laughs> no, for sure. No, he's definitely bigger than me or you, but as far as like D books, like six for six, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. PJ Tucker just big, you know. And lastly, man, we got to shout out the WNBA champions back-to-back. Kelsey Plum winning in style and the MVP Steph Curry ones. Now, I hate these shoes. They're trash, but the symbolism is dope with the gold and everything. I love this. Yeah, no, that's fire. Showing showing love to Steph. Um, yeah, I, like, I mean, symbols, you know, what they mean is cool, but that shoe is ugly. <laughs> nah, steps have definitely come a long way. I still wouldn't say they're like dope as hell, but they've definitely come a long way since the first yeah. one. So shout out to Steph. All right. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, hey, that's all we got for NBA Elite Feet. I think my favorite one is probably the Dames, honestly. I'm talking about the colorway. I love blue. I think I would probably wear these because, you know, my, my feet, I need more support. I like these the best. Yeah, me too. I'm going three stripe all day. Come on now. Three stripe live. I can't wait to see Big O wear those. Um, all right. So I know we didn't have trivia on the docket today, but I guess it's such a big hit. I, I had to bring it. So I got you some surprise questions that you can't even God. see. All right. 
You ready? Yeah. If you don't get this one, bro, like I'm probably we, not gonna get it. I'm terrible at this. You know, I'm, you know, we're gonna have to have an intervention. What does NBA stand for? National Basketball Association. <laughs> I mean, I mean, <laughs> imagine I got that wrong. God. All right. All right. Who Wait, is that? Hold on. I got one for you. I got one for you. Can I hit you with one? What's up? What does AAU stand for? Amateur Athletic Union. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I'm 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 the lookup guy. I'm the Google King, bro. Oh, I know Google. that. I, God. I'm the Google God. guy. Yeah. You know, I, I every time we talk about something, I look it up. It is what it is. So I know next time. All right. Who scored the most points in NBA history all time? Can I get some options? No. You should know this one. Whip. <laughs> it's recent history, dog. Recent. Yes, bro. We we did a whole episode on it, damn near. Who scored the most? In NBA most? history, not in a game, career-wise. It was recent? It wasn't. Man, we, we don't got time. LeBron James. All right. Was it LeBron? No. <laughs> yes, how, LeBron, much did, bro. how much did LeBron score? Bro, I don't know the exact number, but he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar last year in April. Oh, of all time. I'm thinking I'm thinking in the game, like over on the game. Like Will Chamberlain who, scored 100. That's what points. I was saying. I said Will. I was like, wait, Will. No, I said all time. I said career too. I said Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. That's my bad. I, I I didn't understand the question. I messed up. Yeah, I knew I knew LeBron. That was the whole deal. In the NBA, which team's logo is shaped like a musical note? The Jazz. Oh. I said that too fast. I said that too fast. Oh, okay, I'm hey. right. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Um <laughs> I don't know. I knew LeBron, uh, bro. I knew it was LeBron. I, I messed up. All right. This one's straight off the top of my head. You ready? No, I'm not. I hate this. There's four teams in the NBA whose name doesn't end with an S. Do you, can you name the four teams? This guy right here. I'm thinking of everything. Uh Damn, everybody got ass. Lakers, Hawks, Thunder, the Thunder Damo. Uh, I can see, I can see Daniel's uh, messages like you can. I know. So I got Thunder down. I'll take Daniel's. Um, Jazz. Okay. Um, There's two more. Can't think of one right now. You got you got ten seconds. <clears throat> Milwaukee, the Bucks, <laughs> Milwaukee. What if I say, no. wait, wait, wait? Okay, not the Bucks. Fuck, I can't do that. Um, Five, four. Nope. Oh, oh, you already heard the sound. I don't know. It's over with. There are thirty teams in the NBA. Four of them have names that end with that don't end with an S. It is the Thunder, the Jazz, the Heat, and the Magic. That was off the top of the dome. Google That's King good. over here. That is I what like it is. That's like all we have today for trivia. Thank you for playing, Isaac. You got two out of four, so I got to respect it. All right. I'll take it. That's, that's better than usual. I got to respect it. All right. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn your notifications. Ring that bell. Now, championship celebratory congratulations are in order. WNBA finals. The Aces pull off back-to-back uh, WNBA titles in spite 
of losing Chelsea Gray in game three, not having Candace Parker for the entire entirety of the finals. And they are the first team in a WNBA to repeat since the LA Sparks did it in 2001-2002. Well, I'll tell, now, you one, I'll tell you one thing, Dama, with this squad, yeah, they're not ever going to lose. So, Hey, man, listen, this is the learning lesson for the Liberty. They're, they killed in the regular season. They just weren't ready for this moment. But that doesn't mean they won't be next year. You know what I mean? I, I, I really think this is shaping up to be one of those rivalries over the next few years, East versus West, Tupac versus Biggie, uh, Death Row versus Bad Boy. You feel me? I like that comparison. You feel me? Yeah. And the, the leader of Death Row is Becky Hammond, and uh, Snoop Dogg is uh, Asia Wilson, all right? Or Dr. Dre. No, you did not. <laughs> you thought Asia Wilson Snoop Dogg. Brianna, hey, Brianna Stewart. Brianna Stewart is uh, Biggie. Okay. Hey, real talk, though. Hey, okay, like Asia Asia got third place in the regular season MVP voting, and she was head over heels the finals MVP. Uh, she got her flowers this time, and everybody was really hyped for it. You can see the yo. I follow the Aces on Instagram, and their their graphic game is off the chain. Sick. I I got I got to give all the flowers to them. They know their brand. They know their marketing. They they play on the Vegas stuff really well, but not too much. It's it's dope, bro. They do a great job with their marketing. So shout out to them. Yeah. But um, yo, like th this is crazy. This hasn't been done in twenty plus years. Like how how impressive is this? Well, it's super impressive. I mean, they're making history, and uh, the franchise is is dope. It's a fun team to watch. You hear about them all the time. They're, like we need more NBA uh, WNBA teams like this. Who have so much hype and, and just they're they just got the they just got it, man. I can't explain it. They just got it, Damo. Yeah, man. You know what? They got star power. Like they're having fun together. Uh, they're doing all this stuff right here, um, and they feel. I feel like they just have great culture. You know, like this. This is not going to end. Like yeah, culture unless nice. yeah, their culture. Becky Hammond's a great coach. Um, she, this is her second year in the WNBA, winning two titles, coming from uh, Pop's uh, fam, uh, family tree of coaches. Um, I don't think this is ending their competitive uh, nature, but they still got to watch out for the Liberty, man. Inescu just ended her third year in the league, bro. She's not even yeah. hit her prime yet. Scary. If you think about it, their branding is, like you said, their branding is nuts. Um, there could be an NBA team called the Las Vegas Aces. Like, I know. But now, nah, Ace, Aces is perfect for a women's team. They got to come better with whenever we get a team in Las Vegas. What that would be? What is what is inter, what interview is? Oh, oh right, let's right, hear right. This. Let's hear this interview. Okay, let's hear the interview. Sorry. Up Nacedo. People wanted to count us out because we had two of our starters down, but they don't know we got some dogs on this team. So I got two words to say. Night, night. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy. Yeah. Super hyped. Were people um, actually counting them out, Damo? Yeah, bro. You can't. You, we can't forget now. In the in the regular season, the Liberty won the Commissioner's Cup, and Asia Wilson versus the Liberty could not do anything. She was struggling. She went like one for twenty one or something in two games. Like it was really crazy. But you can't count out championship experience. Like. They've been there, they've done that, and they did it again. Last year, they won the finals on the road, too. So, right. hey, man, got to respect it, all right? So, 
Shout out to the Aces and shout out to representing the West Coast. All right. I know Vegas ain't technically the West Coast, but y'all West Coast. Uh, I know all my all my peoples when they're not living here, they live in Vegas. All right. So right. <laughs> West Coast. Only three um, hour, three hour drive. Not a big deal. Yeah, exactly. All right. Next. Last thing on the docket before streetball clips of the week. We had a we had a United States senator say some unfortunate things about NIL this week, um, and had the the athletic community in an uproar. He said, "I quote Senator Joe Mankin, West Virginia senator, said it's hard to root for the kids when they're starting as multimillionaires as freshmen and sophomores." Now, this guy, this. well, this guy has uh, vowed to make a make a bill in the state of West Virginia to limit uh, profit sharing with student athletes in the NCAA. Um, I really, this is really death of tone. I don't, I don't get it. So you're, you can't root for them because they're getting paper. Here, here's the deal, man. It, we could talk about this and be really blunt about it, but I'm, I'm going to be very politically correct with this one. The old guard hates when we find new ways to uplift ourselves. Think about it. Basketball and football are the revenue-generating sports, and the vast majority of athletes who are earning NIL opportunities are kids of color in basketball and football. And the old guard does not like to see that. You know, It's threatening to them because we're breaking our cycle using our levers as the athletes, the, the ones that are the, the main reason why all this money is even possible, like – They've been making billions of dollars on the backs of athletes for almost a hundred years. And now since they can't put their hand in everything now and athletes are making a way for themselves to, to, to better their situation, it's threatening, honestly. And like, we see this, like there's more information in the world now and we see a ton of athletes using their athletic prowess as leverage to, you know, set themselves up for life. Like I saw this, uh, I saw this Bleacher Report thing. I think he's totally out of his mind, but you never know. Caleb Williams, the projected number one pick in the NFL draft, uh, it's reported that he's going to be asking for uh, a stake of ownership in whichever team drafts him. Whoa, no Wild. way! Wild, but he's he's using his athletic prowess to at least put himself in position to. There's no way in hell, right? You know, I, I don't know. I don't, shoot, man. The Cardinals, because you know he still has a year of eligibility. And if he gets drafted by the wrong team, he's possibly could. Or if, like, the wrong team gets in the wrong pick, he could possibly go back to college and play one more year. So, I don't know. He might have that type of leverage. I think he's out of his mind, but you never know. But the fact that we're even having these conversations shows that we're smarting up and we're getting better and at understanding our value in this game. Because without – and I'm not just talking about athletes of color. I'm talking about everybody. Like, without the athletes, none of this would be possible. All these these TV deals and all that stuff, it doesn't happen without the product. Fact. So Talk I shit. respect them for even trying. Talk I wouldn't do it. Shit. I wouldn't. I, I respect them for trying. I wouldn't do it. But, hey, and this, this type of thing that this senator is saying is so tone deaf, um, so, so out of, out of bounds, it's, it's not good. Um, and it shows that he doesn't understand the other side. Like I was reading some articles about him. He has he has a yacht. He has all these things that like when he goes to D.C., he doesn't stay in a hotel. He lives on his boat, 75 foot yacht. 
I don't um, get this. I just don't yeah. get it. I can't root for I can't root for these kids because they're making money. Yeah. Why not? You can make it. You can make an assumption about it. It's because they don't look how he looks. It's threatening to them, man. Huh? That's crazy. But at the same time, like everybody doesn't have this, this, um, this attitude about nil. Um, however, um, it seems as though the only people that have problem with it are high-ranking officials, um, elected officials, and NCAA administrators. Nobody else has a problem overwhelmingly about kids getting money to play sports. They do it anyway when they get to the pros. Like, and schools like Alabama, uh, <laughs> uh, LSU, they're probably grossing more than some NFL teams. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, and the kids until now didn't see anything but a free education. And you and I both know as former college athletes that when we're at when we're there, our major isn't isn't business it's not sociology it's basketball we spend the majority of our time in practice on the road at games like we're there to play basketball and they push us to easier majors so that we can worry about basketball and football so we're not here to play we're not here to go to class as much as they would like to say it some guys are somebody some guys could do it but for the vast majority of college athletes especially in revenue sports they're there to make the college money. So they should be able to share in that. I don't care what anybody says. Facts, homie. You get it. All right, we moving. Get it on Street ball clip of the week, all right? All right. Isaac, you up first. Yeah, I'll go first, man. Show my street ball clip of the week. He actually didn't talk about this. Turns the favor. Behind the back. Talk about Wimby, man. Yeah. Hey man, we gonna have a lot of chance to talk about Wimby, man. He For hit sure. him with the nutmeg at seven foot three. I'm crying. Hey, talk about street ball. Come on now. This is the move. Ball. This is football move. In the the NBA. move is insane, bro. He's seven foot three and he's nutmegging cats. Come on, bro. This, he he has the potential to be one of the best. <laughs> wow. Nah, man. He. He keeps I just like you're, you're skeptical, but then you know why people are raving about him. But he's seven foot three. Can he really move like that? Can he really do all the things that people say he can do? And he obviously can. I just hope that he can stay. Oh, another behind the back pass. Look at that pass. Look at the passing. Oh my gosh, bro. Hey, Wimby, you're it. Next up. Ew. Shout out to Wimby, man. Shout out to Wimby. My my chair. My chair ran out of juice, bro. It, you know, I got one of those chairs that goes up and down. It just went all the way down. I don't know if you noticed. But, um, all right, man, this is my street ball clip of the week. Straight from the adult league in uh, Muncie, Indiana. Uh, we got some uh, – Ooh. I'm, you oh, see that? What? I'm, I'm really watching this right now, and I got to respect this. This dude is probably, on a, in a, honestly, in an intramural game, and he probably, he probably was a, a varsity letter three times in high school, but he's too short to play college. So he's out here just cooking all these dudes that he has science class with. I got to respect it, especially with the spinny at the end. Nasty. Hey, man, I, I know I say this all the time, but, hey, Caucasian people are evolving. You see that. <laughs> he was on freak time. <laughs> he was, on freak he was time absolutely time. on freak time, bro. Freak time, bro. I, I don't care if Dame likes it or not. I'm going to say it from now on. Oh, that's the – what free time is. free time man free, free time. time hey we really appreciate you guys tuning in pulling up today you guys already know what it is make sure you're here next week for- talk about
basketball. So don't miss out. All right. My name is Dom. My name is Isaac. This is Creep. While we out. Gentlemen, follow with the